Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. Jesus forgave us of all sin, past, present, and even future sin. Andrew brought good news to me. I could understand the Bible more the way he taught it. Jesus forgave you one time, and that's for everything. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Tuesday's broadcast of the Gospel Truth. Today, I am going to continue my teaching on the war is over, but let me first of all just wish all of you a very happy New Year, man, 2019. You know, I remember when the year 2000 was coming around, and and people were saying that this was going to be the end of the world because the computers couldn't adjust and things, and that doesn't seem like it's been that long ago. Now we're in 2019. And you know, I'm excited. Right now, we are in our brand new studio. We haven't got it fully functional, but 2018 was just a banner year for us. Uh, God did so many wonderful things for us, and you know, something I've learned about the Lord is that He never serves dessert first. There's always something better yet to come. So I'm looking forward to the future. I believe the best is yet to come, and I pray that same thing for you. Now, we've been talking about the war is over. Today, my offices are closed to give our employees a day off, so you aren't going to be able to call in, but you can go to our website, and I would like to encourage you to get this teaching on the war is over. This is powerful, and I've already spent over two weeks on this. We're now into my third week of teaching. There's no way I can go back and summarize everything I've said, but I promise you, this is one of the most important things that you could ever understand, that God was imputing man's sin to them under the Old Covenant, but under the New Covenant, He put all of our sin upon Jesus, and all of God's wrath, all of God's judgment came upon Jesus, and there isn't any wrath left in God towards you are towards me if you have received Jesus as your Savior. Now, if you haven't received Jesus as your Savior, well then, the sin of rejecting Jesus or ignoring Jesus or just thinking that Jesus was just a part, that He didn't pay the whole thing, that sin is worse than homosexuality, worse than adultery, worse than murder, worse than anything else. If you don't deal properly with Jesus, I guarantee you there is a hell that people will be sent to and they will be punished forever and ever for the rejection of Jesus. But for those who have accepted Jesus, the good news is that all of God's wrath has been placed upon Jesus and the war is over. God's not mad at you. He's not even in a bad mood. God is pleased with you. If you're born again, if you have made Jesus your Lord, man, that is good news. And yet the average Christian today is still feeling like when they mess up that God rejects them and they go to either one of two extremes. They either say that they lose their salvation every time they sin, they're backslid and they got to get born again again, or a lesser interpretation, but it's still the same principle is that God won't send you to hell, but He won't bless you. He won't fellowship with you. You can't have His joy. He won't answer your prayers. He won't use you if you have any sin in your life. Both of those things are wrong. And I used a lot of scriptures on yesterday's program. I'm reading from Hebrews chapter 9, and let me just jump right back in. In verse 
6, HEBREWS CHAPTER 9, VERSE 6, NOW WHEN THESE THINGS WERE THUS ORDAINED, THE PRIEST WENT ALWAYS INTO THE FIRST TABERNACLE, ACCOMPLISHING THE SERVICE OF GOD. BUT INTO THE SECOND WENT THE HIGH PRIEST ALONE ONCE EVERY YEAR, NOT WITHOUT BLOOD, WHICH HE OFFERED FOR HIMSELF AND FOR THE uh, ERRORS OF THE PEOPLE. THE HOLY GHOST, THIS SIGNIFYING THAT THE WAY INTO THE HOLIEST OF ALL WAS NOT YET MADE MANIFEST WHILE AS THE FIRST TABERNACLE WAS YET STANDING. YOU KNOW, THE, the KING JAMES MAKES THIS KIND OF WORDY, BUT ANYWAY YOU LOOK AT IT, WHEN YOU GO TO STUDY IN THE OLD TESTAMENT TABERNACLE, A LOT OF PEOPLE JUST, THEY HAVE A DISCONNECT, AND THEY DON'T SEE HOW THIS APPROACHES TO US OR APPLIES TO US, BUT IT'S ALL ABOUT HOW YOU APPROACH GOD. AND THE OLD TESTAMENT sacri uh, TABERNACLE SHOWED THAT YOU HAD TO HAVE a, a PLACE WHERE THERE WAS AN ANIMAL SACRIFICE MADE, AND THAT WAS THE VERY FIRST THING WHEN YOU ENTERED IN. THAT HAD TO BE DONE. BUT THEN YOU GO INTO A PLACE THAT WAS CALLED THE TABERNACLE, AND IT WAS DIVIDED INTO TWO PARTS. THE FIRST PART OF THAT, ALL OF THE PRIEST, NOT JUST THE HIGH PRIEST, BUT ALL OF THE PRIESTS COULD GO IN, AND THEY COULD OFFER uh, THINGS THERE. THEY COULD OFFER PRAYERS. THEY COULD PUT THE SHOWBREAD AND uh, THE BRAZEN LAVER AND ALL OF THESE KIND OF THINGS. AND THERE WERE THESE THINGS THAT THEY DID. THEY COULD HAVE SOME RELATIONSHIP WITH GOD, BUT ONLY ONE PERSON, THE HIGH PRIEST, COULD GO WITHIN THE INNER VEIL. THAT WAS THE HOLY OF HOLIES WHERE THE ARK OF THE COVENANT WAS, AND THAT'S WHERE GOD SAID THAT HE WOULD MEET WITH US. AND INTO THAT HOLY OF HOLIES, THE HIGH PRIEST IS THE ONLY PERSON THAT COULD GO, AND HE COULD ONLY GO ONCE IN A YEAR ON THE DAY OF ATONEMENT, AND HE HAD TO GO THROUGH ANIMAL SACRIFICES AND CLEANSING AND CHANGING HIS CLOTHES AND DOING ALL OF THESE THINGS TO SYMBOLIZE PURITY. AND IF HE DIDN'T DO EVERYTHING JUST RIGHT, AND IF HE ENTERED INTO THE PRESENCE OF GOD WITH UNCONFESSED SIN, WITH THINGS WRONG IN HIS LIFE, HE COULD BE STRUCK DEAD. AND THIS ISN'T IN SCRIPTURE, BUT THE FIRST CENTURY HISTORIAN, JOSEPHUS, HE WROTE ABOUT THOSE DAYS AND TIMES AND HE WROTE IT FOR THE ROMANS TO EXPLAIN WHAT WAS GOING ON WITH THE JEWS. AND JOSEPHUS SAID THAT THE HIGH PRIEST WOULD ACTUALLY PUT A ROPE AROUND HIS ANKLE AND LET IT DRAG OUT INTO THE uh, HOLY PLACE BECAUSE IF HE WENT WITHIN THAT INNER VEIL AND IF HE WASN'T PURE AND IF GOD STRUCK HIM DEAD, NOBODY COULD GO IN AND GET HIM. AND SO THEY KEPT A ROPE TIED AROUND HIS ANKLE THAT IF HE GOT KILLED WHILE HE WAS IN THERE, THEY COULD JUST DRAG THE BODY OUT AND DISPOSE OF IT. SO THE WAY TO GOD WAS NOT YET MADE MANIFEST. It wasn't, THERE WASN'T FREE ACCESS TO GOD AS LONG AS THE OLD TESTAMENT TABERNACLE WAS STANDING BECAUSE IT WAS JUST TYPES AND SHADOWS. THE BLOOD OF ANIMALS COULD NEVER TAKE AWAY SINS. HE GOES ON AND SAYS THESE THINGS. IN VERSE 9 IT SAYS, WHICH WAS A FIGURE FOR THE TIME THEN PRESENT, and WHICH WERE OFFERED BOTH GIFTS AND SACRIFICES THAT COULD NOT MAKE HIM THAT DID THE SERVICE PERFECT AS PERTAINING TO THE CONSCIENCE. YOU KNOW, I JUST TAUGHT A SERIES ON WHO TOLD YOU THAT YOU WERE NAKED, AND IT WAS BASICALLY TALKING ABOUT THE CONSCIENCE, AND UNDER THE OLD COVENANT, YOU COULD NOT HAVE YOUR CONSCIENCE PURGED. YOU LIVED UNDER A, a CONTINUAL SIN CONSCIENCE, CONSCIOUS. BUT UNDER THE NEW COVENANT, IT SAYS OVER HERE IN HEBREWS CHAPTER 10, VERSE 2, THE LATTER PART OF THAT VERSE, THAT WE SHOULD HAVE NO MORE CONSCIENCE OF SIN. THERE IS A HUGE DIFFERENCE. WE OUGHT TO BE FREE FROM THE GUILT AND THE PENALTY AND THE SHAME THAT IS ATTACHED TO OUR SIN, AND YET THERE'S A LOT OF CHRISTIANS TODAY THAT ARE STILL LIVING WITH A SIN CONSCIOUSNESS, AND THAT IS NOT WHAT GOD INTENDED. IN VERSE 10 IT SAYS, WHICH STOOD ONLY IN MEATS AND DRINKS AND IN DIVERS WASHINGS AND CARNAL ORDINANCES IMPOSED UPON THEM UNTIL THE TIME OF REFORMATION. 
YOU KNOW, THIS WORD REFORMATION IS TALKING ABOUT A TOTAL CHANGING. IT'S ACTUALLY TALKING ABOUT WE'RE GOING FROM ONE COVENANT, THE OLD COVENANT, INTO THE NEW COVENANT, FROM ONE CONTRACT INTO A NEW CONTRACT, FROM ONE WAY OF RELATING TO GOD INTO A NEW WAY OF RELATING TO GOD. AND YET MOST CHRISTIANS TODAY ARE STILL APPROACHING GOD WITH THE OLD COVENANT MINDSET. THEY HAVEN'T GONE THROUGH THIS REFORMATION. NOW, JESUS BROUGHT IT. WE TALK ABOUT MARTIN LUTHER AND JOHN CALVIN AND PEOPLE LIKE THIS DOING THE PROTESTANT REFORMATION BACK IN THE 15-1600s, BUT ACTUALLY, JESUS IS THE ONE WHO BROUGHT REFORMATION. AND THE CHURCH JUST FELL BACK INTO APOSTASY, AND SO WE NEEDED A NEW REFORMATION. BUT JESUS IS WHO THIS IS TALKING ABOUT. IN VERSE 11, IT SAYS, BUT CHRIST BEING COME A HIGH PRIEST OF GOOD THINGS TO COME BY A GREATER AND MORE PERFECT TABERNACLE, NOT MADE WITH HANDS, THAT IS TO SAY, NOT OF THIS BUILDING, NEITHER BY THE BLOOD OF GOATS AND CALVES, BUT BY HIS OWN BLOOD HE ENTERED IN ONCE INTO THE HOLY PLACE, HAVING OBTAINED ETERNAL REDEMPTION FOR US. NOW, THIS IS BEGINNING TO GET INTO THE MEAT OF WHAT I'M WANTING TO BRING OUT. YOU KNOW, THIS TEACHING THAT I'VE BEEN DOING, THE WAR IS OVER. I'M SAYING THAT THIS WHEN IT SAYS, GLORY TO GOD IN THE HIGHEST AND ON EARTH, PEACE, GOODWILL TOWARDS MAN, THAT WASN'T TALKING ABOUT PEACE AMONG MEN, BUT IT WAS TALKING ABOUT PEACE FROM GOD TOWARDS MEN. HOW COULD THERE BE PEACE BETWEEN GOD AND MAN WHEN MAN HAD SINNED AND REBELLED AGAINST GOD? THERE COULDN'T BE PEACE UNTIL SOMEBODY PAID THE PRICE. THE BIBLE SAYS IN ROMANS 6, 23, THE WAGES OF SIN IS DEATH. DEATH IS THE PUNISHMENT FOR SIN, NOT ONLY THE BIG SINS, NOT ONLY THE BIG TEN, BUT ANY SIN, ALL OF OUR SHORTCOMINGS. THE WAGES OF SIN IS DEATH. SOMEBODY HAD TO DIE. IN THE OLD TESTAMENT, LOOKING FORWARD TO WHAT GOD WOULD DO, THEY USED TO SUBSTITUTE AN ANIMAL, AND WHEN YOU SINNED, YOU COULD GO KILL THAT ANIMAL. THE SYMBOLISM WAS THAT SOMEBODY HAD TO DIE. WE WERE SUPPOSED TO DIE FOR OUR OWN SIN, BUT BECAUSE OF THE GRACE AND THE MERCY OF GOD, GOD ALLOWED US TO SUBSTITUTE THE DEATH OF AN ANIMAL INSTEAD OF OUR DEATH. AND IF WE DID IT WITH A TRUE HEART, IN FAITH, LOOKING FORWARD TO WHAT GOD WOULD DO, THEN THAT WOULD GRANT US SALVATION AND RELATIONSHIP WITH GOD. BUT IT SAYS HERE THAT THE BLOOD OF BULLS AND GOATS AND CALVES COULD NEVER REALLY DO ANYTHING. THEY WERE ONLY SYMBOLIC. BUT JESUS WAS THE REAL DEAL. JESUS CAME INTO THIS EARTH. JESUS WAS CALLED THE LAMB OF GOD THAT TOOK AWAY THE SINS OF THE WORLD. AND GOD PUT ALL OF YOUR SIN AND MY SIN UPON JESUS. AND THEN HE CRUCIFIED HIS OWN SON. AND NOT ONLY THE PHYSICAL SUFFERING, THE EMOTIONAL SUFFERING, BUT GOD LITERALLY PUT EVERY VILE THING THAT YOU AND I HAVE EVER DONE OR ANYBODY IN THE HUMAN RACE, ALL OF THE GENOCIDE, ALL OF THE HOMOSEXUALITY, THE ADULTERY, THE MURDER, THE STEALING, THE LYING, EVERY VILE THING THAT HAS EVER HAPPENED BY ANY PERSON ON THIS PLANET, THAT SIN ENTERED INTO JESUS. AND 2 CORINTHIANS CHAPTER 5, VERSE 21 SAYS, HE, SPEAKING OF GOD, MADE HIM, JESUS, TO BE SIN FOR US. JESUS LITERALLY BECAME SIN AND TOOK OUR PUNISHMENT SO THAT WE MIGHT BE MADE THE RIGHTEOUSNESS OF GOD. AND SO JESUS PUNISHED, GOD PUNISHED JESUS FOR YOUR SIN AND MY SIN. JESUS DIDN'T HAVE ANY SIN OF HIS OWN. HE TOOK OUR SIN UPON HIMSELF AND HE SUFFERED FOR US. AND HERE'S THE POINT IN VERSE 
12, it says, He entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. You know, I've been teaching now, I'm into my third week, talking about that God's not angry at us, that because of Jesus and His sacrifice, He now has forgiven our sins, and He is dealing with us in mercy instead of justice. And there are people, Christians primarily, who will say, yes, I believe that when I got born again, all of my past sins were forgiven, that they were taken away. But then the average Christian believes that every time they sin, it's a new transgression against God, and they are going to have a broken relationship with God. One, you know, it's like uh, different interpretations. The ultra-Pentecostals believe that you lose your salvation, and if you were to die before you get that sin confessed, you'd go to hell. The evangelicals believe, no, you don't lose your salvation, but you lose all of the benefits of your salvation. God won't fellowship with you. You won't feel His peace and love and joy, etc. And so that's the same thing. It's like a stick or something. You know, it, it has two opposite ends, but it's the same stick. And it's the same thing when a person says, you lose your salvation and go to hell if you have an unconfessed sin, or you lose all of the benefits of your salvation. You may still go to heaven, but you won't enjoy God. That's the same thing. It's just lesser consequences. And that is the way that most Christians believe. And the reason I'm bringing this out is to show you that when Jesus died for your sins, He didn't just die for the sins that were already done by you. And then every time you sin, you got to get that sin under the blood and you got to get it confessed and somehow or another get back into relationship with God. That is not what the Word teaches. This says that He entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal REDEMPTION, NOT JUST REDEMPTION. YOU KNOW, IN EPHESIANS CHAPTER 1, COLOSSIANS CHAPTER 1, BOTH OF THOSE PASSAGES SAY THAT WE HAVE RECEIVED THE FORGIVENESS OF OUR SIN, REDEMPTION, THAT IS THE FORGIVENESS OF OUR SINS. SO THE BIBLE DEFINES REDEMPTION AS THE FORGIVENESS OF YOUR SINS. AND THIS SAYS HE OBTAINED ETERNAL REDEMPTION, OUR ETERNAL REDEMPTION FOR OUR SINS. YOU WEREN'T JUST FORGIVEN of sins up until the time that you got born again. And then every time you fail and sin after you receive Jesus as your Savior, you lose your salvation or at least very minimum lose some of the benefits of your salvation and you got to do penance and get back into the right standing with God and go through these things. This is saying that you got eternal forgiveness of sins not just past sins, not just the present things that you're doing, but even the sins that you haven't committed yet have already been forgiven. Now, I know that there's a lot of people that just choked on that because this is so contrary to what we've heard. And you say, that can't be. If you'll give me some time, I can't, I can't say everything, you know, in just one a uh, few minutes or something here. You've got to give me time to go through this, but I'm going to show you in the ninth chapter, there are five times that the writer of the book of Hebrews is contrasting the way sin was dealt with under the Old Covenant and the way it was dealt with under the New Covenant. And in the Old Covenant, there's going to be five different times. And also it goes into chapter 10 saying that the priest, every time you sinned, they had to come and bring a new offering and they had to pay for your sins. And then there was a day of atonement one day out of the year where the priest went in and asked God for forgiveness for all of the sins that people didn't bring sacrifices for, for all of the sins of failure 
the things that they didn't even know that they had done. There was just constant shedding of blood and there was a constant asking for forgiveness in the Old Covenant because none of the Old Testament sacrifices could really take away sins. Let me just read this next verse. It says in verse 13, For if the blood of bulls and of goats and the ashes of an heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctified to the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered Himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? It was impossible for these Old Testament animal sacrifices to really take away sins. The blood of an animal couldn't, couldn't atone for my sins, but it was symbolic. It was really for us, not for God. It was for us. It was to remind us that the wages of sin is death. God, I've sinned. I should die. Thank you for your mercy, and I am going to let this lamb, this animal, substitute for my death. Thank you for your grace, and I am putting faith in you. But see, you were looking forward to what God would do. But now we look backwards to what God did through Jesus. And the Old Testament sacrifices, because they weren't the real thing, they couldn't really solve the problem, and therefore the symbolism had to be kept in front of us continually, and there had to be a sacrifice offered every time you sinned, and then once out of every year just to cover all the things you missed. But in the New Covenant, Jesus did pay for our sins in a way that no animal ever could. He dealt with sin once and for all, past, PRESENT AND EVEN FUTURE SINS WERE DEALT WITH. JESUS PAID FOR ALL OF YOUR SINS, PAST, PRESENT, AND FUTURE, EVEN THE ONES THAT YOU HAVEN'T COMMITTED. AND I KNOW THAT THERE'S PEOPLE WATCHING THIS PROGRAM THAT ARE JUST LIKE, HOW CAN YOU SAY THAT? HOW CAN GOD FORGIVE A SIN BEFORE YOU COMMIT IT? WELL, DID YOU KNOW WHEN JESUS DIED FOR YOU AND ME 2,000 YEARS AGO, ALL OF OUR SINS WERE FUTURE. No, WE HADN'T COMMITTED ANY OF THEM. GOD CAN FORGIVE SINS BEFORE YOU COMMIT THEM BECAUSE HE ONLY DIED ONCE FOR OUR SINS 2,000 YEARS AGO. JESUS IS NOT DYING TODAY. MATTER OF FACT, IN ROMANS CHAPTER 6, IT MAKES A BIG POINT. HE DIED UNTO SIN ONCE, BUT NOW HE LIVES UNTO GOD AND DEATH HAS NO MORE DOMINION OVER HIM. JESUS WILL NEVER DIE FOR OUR SINS AGAIN. JESUS DIED ONE TIME 2,000 YEARS AGO, AND HE ENTERED INTO THE HOLY PLACE ONE TIME AND OBTAINED ETERNAL REDEMPTION FOR US. THIS IS RADICAL. THIS IS RADICAL. IT IS AGAINST ANYTHING THAT I'VE HEARD RELIGION TEACH. I'VE ONLY HEARD TWO OTHER PEOPLE IN MY LIFE EVER MENTION THIS, AND I ONLY HEARD THEM MENTION IT AFTER I HAD ALREADY BEEN PREACHING IT. WHEN I FIRST SAW THIS, I MEAN, I STRUGGLED WITH THIS FOR A WHILE BECAUSE IT WAS JUST SO CONTRARY TO EVERYTHING I'D EVER HEARD. AND YET THIS IS WHAT THE BIBLE SAYS. IF WORDS MEAN ANYTHING, LOOK AT THIS IN VERSE 12. IT SAYS, HE ENTERED IN ONCE INTO THE HOLY PLACE. AND THE EMPHASIS HERE IS ON ONCE. AND AGAIN, IF YOU WILL LOOK AND STUDY THIS ON YOUR OWN, THERE ARE FIVE TIMES IN THIS CHAPTER THAT HE EMPHASIZES THE PRIEST GO IN EVERY TIME YOU SIN, AND THEN ONCE EVERY YEAR JUST TO COVER ALL THE THINGS YOU MISSED. THEY ARE GOING IN CONSTANTLY AND MAKING AN ATONEMENT FOR SIN. BUT IN CONTRAST TO THAT, JESUS ONLY DEALT WITH OUR SINS ONE TIME, AND HE DEALT WITH ALL SIN, PAST, PRESENT, AND EVEN FUTURE TENSE. SIN HAS ALREADY BEEN PAID FOR AND DEALT WITH 
BY THE LORD. AND BECAUSE OF THIS, WE HAVE A DIFFERENT COVENANT. THE OLD COVENANT, YOU HAD TO BE SIN CONSCIOUS. YOU HAD TO CONSTANTLY APPROACH GOD and, uh, PROFESSING AND ACKNOWLEDGING YOUR UNWORTHINESS. IN THE NEW COVENANT, WE HAVE BOLDNESS TO ENTER INTO THE, to the HOLY OF HOLIES BY A NEW AND LIVING WAY WHICH HE'S CONSECRATED FOR US THROUGH THE FLESH. THAT'S OVER IN HEBREWS CHAPTER 10. IN VERSE 19, HAVING THEREFORE, BRETHREN, BOLDNESS TO ENTER INTO THE HOLIEST BY THE BLOOD OF JESUS, BY A NEW AND LIVING WAY, WHICH HE HATH CONSECRATED FOR US THROUGH THE VEIL, THAT IS TO SAY, HIS FLESH. AND HAVING A HIGH PRIEST OVER THE HOUSE OF GOD, LET US DRAW NEAR WITH A TRUE HEART AND FULL ASSURANCE OF FAITH, HAVING OUR HEARTS SPRINKLED FROM AN EVIL CONSCIENCE AND OUR BODIES WASHED WITH PURE WATER. I'M GOING TO GET TO THESE VERSES, BUT I JUST HAD TO JUMP AHEAD. SO THE WHOLE CONTEXT OF THIS, HE'S CONTRASTING UNDER THE OLD COVENANT, THERE WAS CONSTANT REMINDER OF SIN BECAUSE IT WASN'T REALLY TAKEN CARE OF. IN A SENSE, SIN WAS PAID FOR ON CREDIT IN THE OLD TESTAMENT. IT'S LIKE GIVING A CREDIT CARD. YOU DON'T REALLY PAY FOR IT. YOU JUST GET IT IMPUTED UNTO THAT uh, INFORMATION THAT'S ON THAT CARD, AND THEN YOU HAVE TO PAY LATER. THE OLD TESTAMENT SAINTS, THE BLOOD OF BULLS AND OF GOATS AND LAMBS COULD NEVER TAKE AWAY OUR SINS, BUT it was, IT WAS LIKE, IN A SENSE, PUTTING IT ON CREDIT. WE WERE LOOKING FORWARD TO WHAT JESUS WOULD DO FOR US. BUT IN THE NEW COVENANT NOW, WHERE YOU AND I LIVE, WE AREN'T DOING THE SAME THING. WE ARE LOOKING BACK TO THE ONE SACRIFICE HE ENTERED IN ONCE AND OBTAINED ETERNAL REDEMPTION FOR US. ALL OF YOUR SIN, PAST, PRESENT, AND FUTURE HAS BEEN FORGIVEN THROUGH THE LORD JESUS CHRIST. AND WHAT THIS HAS DONE HAS BROKE THE GUILT AND THE CONDEMNATION OF SIN. I SAID THIS ON MY PROGRAM YESTERDAY. I'M NOT GOING TO SPEND MUCH TIME ON IT. I HADN'T GOT MUCH TIME LEFT IN TODAY'S PROGRAM. BUT THIS IS NOT SAYING THAT YOU CAN JUST GO LIVE IN SIN. THIS IS AN ENCOURAGING SIN. THIS IS SPEAKING TO THOSE WHO HAVE MADE JESUS THEIR LORD. YOU LOVE GOD. YOU WANT TO LIVE FOR GOD. BUT NONE OF US DO IT PERFECTLY. AND IF YOU ARE STILL UNDER THE OLD COVENANT MENTALITY, YOU WILL GO AROUND WITH A SIN CONSCIOUSNESS. YOU WILL GO AROUND FEELING UNWORTHY. AND IT'S NOT THAT YOU DOUBT THAT GOD HAS POWER. YOU JUST DOUBT THAT GOD WILL USE HIS POWER ON YOUR BEHALF BECAUSE YOU KNOW YOU DON'T DESERVE IT. THAT IS AN OLD COVENANT MENTALITY. BUT UNDER THE NEW COVENANT, IF YOU HAVE PUT FAITH IN JESUS, JESUS HAS FORGIVEN ALL OF YOUR SINS, PAST, PRESENT, AND EVEN FUTURE SINS. IT'S JUST AS IF YOU HAD NEVER SINNED. THAT IS MY LITTLE LAYMAN'S DEFINITION OF THE WORD JUSTIFIED. JUST AS IF I'D NEVER SINNED. THAT'S THE WAY THAT GOD LOOKS AT US. AND BECAUSE OF THAT, EVEN THOUGH WE STILL MESS UP AND EVEN THOUGH WE STILL FAIL, WE CAN HAVE BOLDNESS TO COME INTO THE VERY PRESENCE OF GOD BECAUSE JESUS PAID FOR ALL OF OUR SINS, PAST, PRESENT, AND EVEN FUTURE. ONE TIME DEALT WITH ALL OF OUR SIN. THAT DOESN'T ENCOURAGE US TO GO LIVE IN SIN, BUT IT SETS US FREE FROM THE GUILT AND THE PENALTY THAT WAS ATTACHED TO OUR SINS. MAN, THIS IS GOOD NEWS. THE WAR IS OVER. GOD PLACED HIS WRATH ON HIS SON SO THAT HE COULD JUST ACCEPT YOU AND SHOW HIS GOODNESS AND MERCY TOWARDS YOU. I'M OUT OF TIME TODAY, BUT AGAIN, I WANT TO ENCOURAGE YOU TO PLEASE GET THESE MATERIALS. OUR OFFICES ARE CLOSED. OUR HELPLINE IS CLOSED TODAY BECAUSE OF THE NEW YEAR. I'M GIVING MY EMPLOYEES THE DAY OFF, 
And, but you can still go to our website and get these. And I tell you, this would change your life. I not only have the CDs and the DVDs, but we also have a book in English and in Spanish, and then we also have study guides that are specifically made so you can teach other people. Listen to our announcer. Remember, the phones are closed today, but you can go to our website and receive these materials. We hope you enjoyed this edition of The Gospel Truth. Andrew would like to extend a special thank you to the Grace Partners of Andrew Womack Ministries. Your gifts make it possible for us to broadcast this message consistently all around the world. Because of your contributions, we've been able to put free ministry materials into the hands of millions in need. If you're not already a Grace Partner, we ask you to pray about becoming one today. I'd really like to encourage you to get this material. This book on The War Is Over is available in English and in Spanish. And then I have a study guide that is also in English and in Spanish. This is primarily for discipleship. It's a tremendous tool that has a CD-ROM inside where you can print out the questions and disciple others. And then I have CDs and DVDs. I tell you, this teaching would change your life. Listen to our announcer and respond today. Andrew's teaching titled, The War Is Over, is available in a CD album recorded live from a Gospel Truth seminar or in a DVD album made from our daily television broadcast. You can also get this teaching as a book or study guide in either English or Spanish. Or you can get The War Is Over package, which includes your choice of either the CD or DVD album, the book, and the study guide. This package has a catalog value of $85, but you can get it today for only $60. Our helpline is closed today to allow our employees to celebrate the New Year's holiday, but you can always visit our website where you can order ministry materials online 24 hours a day, seven days a week at awmi.net. On our website, you'll not only find materials from today's broadcast, you'll also find a wealth of ministry resources available to you. If you prefer, you can order materials by writing us. Use the address on your screen. Our lives were turned right side up when we came to an Andrew Womack event back in 2006. Our daughter Hannah was just given two weeks to live, but at that conference she was prayed for, and praise God she was miraculously healed, and she's 100% well to this day. Since Hannah was healed, we found that there have been many people that have been healed at Andrew's events. It's not a question of will he heal you, he's already healed you. I mean, Andrew just gives it to you like it is. And every time I leave one of these conferences, I am changed for the better. Every single time there is a revelation that he shares with us that God has given him that I make sure I make it my own. When you attend a Gospel Truth Conference, you're going to be inspired by powerful praise and worship with Charlie and Jill LeBlanc and Andrew teaching the life-changing Word of God. There are prayer ministers there as well. Join Andrew and special guests at a Gospel Truth Conference near you. Go to awmi.net slash conferences for more information. Hello, this is Andrew Womack, and I just want to thank you for being a part of our social media. We are seeing some great things happen. I just wanted to share some of these testimonies with you of things that have happened recently that we got testimonies through the postings that we put on social media. One of them says, I thank God first for allowing me to read on this page 
Hallelujah, I was a Muslim, but by the grace of Lord Jesus Christ, He called me to become His son, and I am a born-again Christian. Praise the Lord. Man, that right there is awesome. Another testimony says, I was healed tonight while watching Andrew on Healing Is Here. I've had chronic back pain, been to many doctors, and have been taking medicine strength Motrin for more than 15 years. I am completely healed and free of pain for the first time. Thank you, Jesus, and thank you, Andrew, for the healing word. So these are things that are coming out of the social media uh, ministry, and I would like to encourage you to be a part of this. These testimonies could be amplified many times over if we just had more people participating in it. So thank you for being a part of it. God bless you, and share this uh, ministry with other people.